L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. All right, the attorney for the man that, of course, was detained, not charged yet, for driving his car through the group of recruits in South Whittier. This was last Wednesday morning. Um, He not only appeared on Channel 4 and said that it was not a deliberate act, he fell asleep. His attorney will appear with us at 5.05 here on the Johnny Kent Show. The man's name is Nicholas Gutierrez. We will talk to his attorney coming up in a couple of hours. Yesterday, of course, and over the weekend, the big story was the shooting at a nightclub in Colorado Springs. It was a a gay nightclub, uh, LGBTQ. There was a drag show going on when a man came in, a 22-year-old, and opened fire, identified as Anderson Lee Aldrich. He was taken down by a couple of patrons in the club, including a man we talked about yesterday who used to serve in the military, an Army veteran named Richard Fierro, who uh, jumped on him from the back and dragged him to the ground, and eventually they were able to kick the main weapon away, but there was a pistol in the gunman's pocket, which apparently fell out, and uh, Fierro actually started beating him with it. Somebody else got involved, too, and they were eventually able to subdue the shooter. We're going to start, though, by telling you that uh, the alleged shooter, Anderson Lee Aldrich, 22, was Nicholas F. Brink up until the age of 15. Public records show, and this is from San Antonio, Texas, that he applied for a name change. Now, his parents were separated when he was a young child. When he was 12, his mother, she's Laura Vopel, was arrested for suspected arson. So 
as we like to say on the show, there's always a story behind people that get oh. involved in these kind of heinous acts. And uh, now we're beginning to learn it. At age 15, he became the target of a vicious bout of online bullying. Insulting accusations were posted to a website along with his name, photos, and online aliases. So that may have been the motivation behind the name change. So he could live as somebody else and not continue with that uh, tag of being uh, bullied online under that name, I guess. And then a YouTube account was created under his name, and it had a crude, profanity-laden animation under the title, Asian Homosexual Gets Molested. Just before the, his 16th birthday, with two of his grandparents' name on the document, he applied to legally change his entire name. Now, his mother's name didn't appear on the petition. Well, I believe okay. the grandfather is the one we talked about yesterday. He used to be an assemblyman from the San Diego area. His name is Vopel. Now, somehow, so, over the first 22 years, he ballooned up to over 300 pounds. So, Eating is often, right? Yeah. Um, part of a psychological stress disorder. And obviously internalized a tremendous amount of anger. Right. And then we told you, in June of 2021, there was a bomb threat that his mother actually called in. His mother was living in a room in someone else's house. The son would come visit, and she called in a bomb threat. He was charged with kidnapping and felony menacing, but never prosecuted. Well, it says for reasons that remain unclear, no bomb was ever found. But we understand the mother and an attorney intervened to kill the case because the mother didn't want to cooperate. So did she make that up or? Well, I mean, did did I, I, I'm curious, did he threaten to use a bomb or was this her saying he threatened? Well, they, yeah, good question. They came, the cops, and they cleared out the neighborhood, and there was a standoff with him for some time before they took him into custody. That's that video that came out yesterday? Yeah, c- clearly, clearly she was a disaster, and clearly he was very angry with her right. because, you know, he probably had a, t- a terrible life. All these guys had a terrible childhood. You almost never see people like this come from an intact family. The parents are always separated or divorced when the, the guy is young, and it, it's always like a bad home situation on top of it, not just an amicable divorce when the kid's older, but when, when they're very young. And there's probably a lot of abuse and a lot of er, er, erratic behavior. And, and, and a, so uh, he had a, a lot of internalized anger. And I'm sure he gave off the creepy vibe to everybody in his classes, and that's why he got bullied so much. There is a neighbor who spoke to the Daily Beast named Xavier Krause. He said that uh, Aldrich enjoyed going with his mother to a shooting range where rapid fire was permitted. And uh, he said that Aldrich once said to him, it's not the gun you've got to be afraid of, it's the people. Because as you know, John, guns don't kill, people do. I know, (laughs) reversing the... uh, He said Aldrich had this idea that we would go out to the shooting range at some point and he would teach me some gun safety and shoot some target practice. Uh, We never end up getting around to that, but that conversation just kind of sits with me because I know how I felt when I saw the gun and he showed it to me. He was like, well, this is legal. I'm totally allowed to have this. It was an assault-type rifle, according to the neighbor. See, if if the family members, the parents involved, are really, really crazy, and they're going to actually encourage 
you know, going to a shooting range and, and firing guns and owning an AR-15, then the rest of the rest of the world's screwed. Now, yeah. because he doesn't he doesn't have a normal influence in his life to tamp down what's obviously bad genetics, horrific environment, and then you got this this crazy person taking him to the shooting range. So you wonder because apparently the neighbor also says that he used the term "f" a lot, and I don't mean the curse word "f." I mean the slur for gay people. It came from a place of anger, the neighbor said. He, if you he, combine that with the story about him changing his name because he got bullied and that one online post which seemed to refer to him as being gay, this may be something that really stuck in his mind. And yeah. at 22, he just exploded and took his rage out on well the subject of the bullying. I don't know how to even... Yeah, well, you know, you got 20-plus years worth of damage, so it's hard to take apart exactly what motivated him to do the shooting or to to uh, be angry with gay people. The, uh, the well, mother... Apparently, they're Mormons, by the way. They belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, you rarely the run into... shooters on the membership roles of the church, but has not been active. You rarely run into violent Mormons. It doesn't happen often. Right, but, uh, uh, they don't look kindly on gay people. She she got full. At least they co- don't embrace them. I shouldn't say they're nasty about it, but well, yeah. Up until three years ago, they described people in same-sex marriage as apostates. Apostates, I like that word. Yeah, yeah uh, so. but they they've they've denounced the, the shooting. Shooting, they have. Well, of course, they don't condone that. I'm just saying though that they're not accepting. So yeah. I, I don't picked I don't. up something from the religion, something from being bullied, something from his whole world. Well, psychologically, I think got in a whirlwind after the divorce. The mother, Laura, got full custody of uh, this little monster, and there was an order forbidding any contact between father and son. So, was the father uh, a lunatic too? Yeah, we don't know much about the father. Yeah, it's, what, it's what, this woman and her father, what, the grandfather that we know about, this yeah. Randy Vopel. What sin? What sins did he commit? To get a court order that he couldn't have any contact with, with the son. That's rare. That doesn't happen unless the father's actions are pretty extreme. And what's the what's the mother's arson arrest about? The case yeah. wound its way through a Texas court for several years. According to court records, the defendant was ordered to undergo psychological evaluations and mandatory drug testing. Her trial resulted in the dismissal of the arson charge, well, but she was found guilty on a lesser charge of criminal mischief. Okay, so what was she trying to burn? Well, was was she angry with somebody, and this was her, you know, mental breakdown? Yeah. Like, like who was the target? They, they, you know, these news stories and what law enforcement releases is always so half-assed. Like, who, what, who was she trying to? Whose house was she trying to burn down? Yeah, you know, there's got to be a long story that in the police records about exactly what this was, right? Yeah, I mean, some 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 relationship uh, that went uh, went bad. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we'll play uh, part of the interview that one of the heroes conducted with CNN. This is Richard Fierro, the military vet, who was, uh, I think, the first to tackle the gunman in Colorado Springs. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so Saturday night at a place called Club Q, which was a gathering place for LGBTQ people in Colorado Springs, Colorado, A gunman walked in, and after the shooting was done, he killed five and wounded at least 17. But we learned in the hours afterwards that he probably could have killed a lot more people 
if it wasn't for the actions of a couple of people in the club that night, one of them is Richard Fierro, a military vet. And John had asked this question yesterday. Here's the explanation. He was there with his daughter, Cassie, her boyfriend, several other friends to see a drag show and celebrate a birthday. And it turns out that Cassie's boyfriend, Raymond Green Vance, was fatally shot. We're going to play you part of the interview Fierro did with uh, CNN, and we'll fill in any more detail we have read. Uh, here it is. I just want to say this is, this is in no way about me. Um, my daughter is grieving the, the loss of her boyfriend. Um, he was in our lives for six years. Raymond uh, was a great young man. He was, he was in his way to do some amazing things. Um, and for me right now, it's, it's about healing. I have two friends still in the hospital that were shot. My best friends here in the spring. My whole Colorado Springs family was there. Um, and so what I, I think I was doing was protecting my family, which is what I do. Um, and sometimes to a fault. And I do things because I, you know, I, I'm fight or flight. I think I, I tend to go fight a lot more and it's not, it's, I don't know if it's good or not. It doesn't matter. Um, either way, um, I, I went to the ground because as soon as I heard the, the rounds, I dove down, I pushed over my friend as best I could. And we both hit the ground, me and Chip, um, I put my back against the, I felt, I tried to stand up and I fell and then I fell against the, uh, it's like a bench seating. And I, uh, and I, uh, I, at that point I saw the shooter. I had no idea what was going on, but apparently I saw him go, going to the a patio area. Cause I saw a lot of people in the window or it may not even been a window left, but I saw a lot of people and this guy was there and I saw the ACU pattern, uh, flag vest. And for me, that was like, there's a handle. I'm getting it. So I ran across the room, grabbed the handle, pulled him down, and then started to, uh, well, actually, I think I went for his gun with him. His rifle flew in front of him. Um, and the young man that tried to jump in there with me, um, he, he, we both either pulled him down or whatever, but he ended up at his head uh, and right next to the AR. And then with the AR, he, we, I told him, push the AR, get the AR away, away from him. The kid pushed the AR. I, I don't know what his name was. Um, and then I, I proceeded to take his other weapon, the pistol, and then just start hitting him at where I could, but the armor's in the way. And I just started, I found a crease in his, between his, his armor and his head, and I just started wailing away uh, with his gun. Um, and then I told the kid in front of me, kick him, keep kicking him. And we were, I was, I was guiding him. I was telling people, call 911, call 911. I brought him down. I, I, <laughs> I was in mode. I was, I was doing what I did. I do downrange, you know, I train, I trained for this. I don't want to ever do this. I, I didn't even retire because I was just, I was done doing this stuff. It was too much. And, uh, I, I'm, you know, it came in handy and, and I got to protect my, my kid. I lost my kid's boyfriend. I tried, I tried to have everybody in there. I still feel bad that there's five people there. There's five people that didn't go home. And this this guy, I told him while I was eating, I said, I'm gonna kill you, man, because you tried to kill my friends. My family was in there. There's a lot of trauma. And and Richard Fierro, who was the military vet, who was the first to tackle the gunman at the club in Colorado Springs. The other man he's talking about has been identified as Thomas James. He's the one that moved the weapon out of reach of the gunman. Yeah. James is a U.S. Navy information systems technician. 
stationed at the Defense Intelligence Agency in Colorado Springs. He apparently was wounded. They say he's in stable condition, but they have not elaborated on the nature of his wounds. The reason Fierro was there is his daughter had a friend who was part of the drag show. So that's why he went there with his uh, with his family and friends. Yes. And he's had quite a life. Uh, he was in Iraq and Afghanistan. He said he'd been shot at. He has seen roadside bombs shred trucks in his platoon. He was a platoon leader. He lost friends. Twice he got the Bronze Star. And he says that there's things he still will never forget. And for a long time after he came back home, crowds still put him on edge. He's always vigilant. In restaurants, he would sit against the wall facing the door. No matter how much he tried to relax, part of him was always ready for an attack. He was often distrustful, quick to anger. It had been hell on his wife and daughter. Uh, There was medication. There were sessions with a psychologist. He got rid of all the guns in his house. He grew his hair out and grew a long white goatee to separate himself from his days in uniform. And he and his wife ran a local brewery. And he had a good relationship with his daughter and her boyfriend. Uh, But he knew he was always on the inside. Uh, that that there was there was a trigger that could go and and really fortunately uh, the trigger went off when he saw what this guy Aldrich was doing because you notice the two guys that jumped into action and subdued Aldrich were military guys. Well, uh, there was a third person. When a clubgoer ran by in heels, Fiora told her to kick the gunman. She stuffed her high-heeled shoe in the attacker's face. That would be delusional. A drag queen who performed at Club Q on Saturday night. Fierro said, I love them. I have nothing but love. Now, as John mentioned before, two things. Both the shooter and Fierro were over 300 pounds, so this was quite a matchup. When the police got there, Fierro was holding the the shooter down, and they weren't sure what was going on, so he was briefly handcuffed and put in a police car as they tried to sort out the chaos. Because they, they weren't sure who was the know, shooter, who was what. Right. Yeah, who's the bad guy here? Right. But uh, you know something? But, you know, the thing is about the training, the normal thing to do is either, you know, flight or, fight or flight, right? That's exactly, the normal right. thing to do. And most people flee, which is understandable. Right. You want to flee because you don't want to die. You can freeze for a while before you flee. But to fight uh, without thinking about it, and and to and to have maximum effect, you can't think about it. You just have to instantly react, and because you're training and you're experienced in in a split second, you know what this is, and you know what you have to do. And you heard him say that apparently the gunman was making his way towards the patio, so he kind of had his back to Fierro. Yeah. Fierro saw the armor; he knew it. He knew there was a place he could latch on to to pull on it. He thought of that very quickly, and that's yeah. what he did. He jumped up and, and he grabbed the guy's armor on the back. Only military guys and law enforcement are capable of doing this that fast. You know, we'd all like to think we can. Oh, the rest but, of us freeze. No, right. the rest of us have have a, a biological impulse to get out of there, to protect ourselves. And these guys don't. They've actually overridden that biological impulse through their training and experience. All right, we got more coming up. It is the John and Ken Show on KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio map. App. And, and on map. our map. And uh, the app, yeah. And the 12th annual KFI Pastathon is here. Chef Bruno's charity, Katarina's Club, provides more than 25,000 meals every week to kids in Southern California. Your generosity makes that happen. And here's how you can help. You donate at pastathon.com. 
You can shop at any Smart and Final store in California, Arizona, and Nevada and donate at checkout. You can go to any Wendy's restaurant in Southern California and donate. And 100% of your donation goes to Katarina's Club. Details at pastathon.com. All right, don't forget, coming up at 5 o'clock, the attorney for the man that is being investigated and possibly will be charged with running through the cadets at that uh, place in South Whittier where they were out for a morning jog. His name is Nicholas Gutierrez. He says in a recent interview, it was not deliberate. I was asleep. We will talk to his attorney at 5.05 here on the John and Ken Show. Today was the first day in bankruptcy court for FTX, the crypto exchange company. That, of course, has gone belly up. One of the things that came out of this today is they're having trouble. Well, how do I put it? The record keeping was shoddy. Well, there is a report that they have a billion dollars in assets, but $3 billion they owe to creditors. So that makes it pretty ugly for anybody that uh, deposited funds with FTX. They will probably be out of luck when all of this is sorted out. As you know, in bankruptcy situations, creditors will take less than they're owed just to get something out of it. But I don't know that this is going to come down to or, much. Or, or they get nothing. And for, for crypto... Investors, people who put uh, money in crypto accounts, there's no uh, government insurance backup. Like if 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 the bank loses your money, you get reimbursed by the government, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC. Yes, not with the crypto. No, no, not with, not with crypto. So it, it which is one of the things that I thought was nutty about it. If it's gone, it's gone. You can't a significant amount of their assets are either missing or stolen, said their lawyer. Yeah, I think that's redundant. I think everything missing is stolen. He said FTX was in the control of inexperienced and unsophisticated individuals, and some or all of them were compromised individuals. Very coded language for this uh, Sam Bankman Freed, who was the head of this company. I read another article about this crowd. And it's like the fifth one I've read. Yeah, it was 10. Uh, it was Sam Bankman Freed and nine of his friends. And they really were living in a 30 to $40 million penthouse apartment. And they lived like it was in a fraternity. And they were uh, whacked out on drugs much of the time. They were taking uh, amphetamines to get going in the morning. They would party late till the night. And then they would take something to knock them out and get them to sleep. And then one person said, you go in there, and it smelled like nobody was ba- – it smelled like no one was bathing. Ooh. Yeah, so it's just like a bunch, of, a bunch of, you know, immature college goons. And, yes, they were all having sex with each other, every combination of uh, male and female that you could imagine. And they had taken the money. That's why it was missing. When he had a round of financing, he gave himself millions of dollars out of that first round of financing. Well, this report, Sam Bankman freed his parents and senior executives, brought, bought at least 19 properties worth nearly $121 million in the Bahamas just over the past two yeah. years. His parents were in on it. You know, his Seven parents- high-end condos. His parents were named owners of $16 million vacation home in the Bahamas. Yeah. Bahamas. And they were two left-wing Stanford professors. Probably probably preaching the virtues of socialism and progressive politics. <laughs> That's right, and sharing and, the wealth. And, 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 they, and their son 
were looting. They were looting the investors. They were looting the customers. They were buying themselves all kinds of real estate and condos in the Bahamas of all places because they had little regulation in the Bahamas to cover these matters. So they were just this, – this is, this is the next decade's Bernie Madoff. That's oh, what he was, and he was that old pyramid long. scheme where he just took everybody's deposits and then spent them on himself and his friends. Right, and just like Madoff's scheme, it falls apart when people, when when a number of people all at once demand their money bank, and that's because the crypto markets have been dropping. So people got nervous and they wanted their money out. Oh, I and read that just sent this company into a tailspin. Yesterday, there's a, there's another one of these companies called Genesis, another crypto brokerage. Big company, and they're warning that bankruptcy may be coming because they had uh, like $175 million in, in, in FTX and they can't get that money out. And now there's a run on their brokerage. So this, this, it's going to be like dominoes. They were all investing in one another, using each other's money. Right. This is you know, just like when the, the, the Wall Street uh, collapse happened in 2008. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at they're calling it crypto contagion. Fears of crypto contagion are growing as another company's finances wobble. And you're right. They're naming a couple of other uh, crypto companies. Yeah, Gemini suspended redemptions and stopped originating new loans. It's a real possibility in this. They call it the decentralized system of digital currencies where there are few investor protections in place. Decentralized. Firms can opt out of following standard accounting procedures and controls, and companies can be tangled up with one another in unclear ways. Decentralized is code word for nobody's in charge. There is no regulation. There is no government. There are no laws. Something called BlockFi, a company that bailed out FTX in recent months, has paused their client withdrawals citing significant exposure at FTX and associated corporate entities. Well, It's asking his customers not to even make any deposits as well. If you had a major deposit in any of these crypto companies, wouldn't you take it out now? That's what's happening. All these companies are interconnected. Right. And a lot you think I don't think Sam Bankman-Fried was the only scam guy going. This cryptocurrency idea was attracting the scamsters. This was their heyday, the golden years. They couldn't believe it. That people were falling for this nonsense. I think people thought, though, they were uh, on the you know the, the the bottom floor of something that would rise. Oh yes, because it was it was so cool. It was it was uh, uh, high tech. It was innovative. You know, you don't you don't you don't want to seem like you're old and out of it, insisting on paper money or coins or checks or credit cards. No, that's old fashioned. You have to be cool with it, current. And boy, people susceptible to that, they're the first in line to get scammed. They are the easiest marks because they're, they're, they, they want to be cool. They want to be with the in crowd. They wanna, don't want to be thought of being old and out of touch. And man, you, you can rip those people off with, with, you, with a blindfold on. Yeah, an attorney uh, for FTX during this bankruptcy, he was appointed. James Bromley says that Sam Bankman freed this was his personal fiefdom. And he mentioned the $300 million worth of real estate purchases in the Bahamas. I didn't know that they have 130 affiliated companies with FTX. Well, yeah. That's the kind of empire that was built. That's, that's, what, the, that's what the scam guys do. They, they, they incorporate dozens of companies, sometimes hundreds of companies. A lot of them are shell companies. They're interconnected. That's how you launder the money all over the place. 
you, you put your friends in charge of different companies to give it a to make it look like it's independent, but it's not. It was one big piggy bank for the whole for the whole crowd. Look how they were living, and what did they produce exactly? What 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 is it that they produced here? What was the product? Uh, well, there's no physical product. It's digital currency. Digital so. currency. Yeah. It kind of relies on faith, right? Uh-huh. Like a religion? <laughs> well, you know, years ago, U.S. currency was supposed to be backed by gold reserves, right? Yeah. We're past those days, but that now, was originally the... Uh, now, now it's backed by uh, uh, the, the printing press they have. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, they highlighted the company has $1.24 billion in cash, but they owe at least $3 billion. So uh, this does not look good. No, it's not coming back. All right, John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's like you're yelling over it. <laughs> like a man, nightclub. The John yeah. and Ken show. They're told to bring the show back with energy, so they play it really loud. Yeah, it blew but up Don't they ears. know how loud you are? I... That's right. I'll take on whatever you have. Whatever volume you have, I'll, I'll match it. I'm coming up after 4 o'clock, uh, well, the people in these surveys, these are Los Angeles residents, never cease to amaze me. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to talk about the incoming mayor, Karen Bass. And this survey asked them, well, you know, we got more money now. The voters just approved more money for the homeless. What do you think? Oh, this is going to do it. And she will do it in her first term within four years. She's going to dramatically decrease homelessness. Yeah. Holy mackerel. There, were, there was a lot of entertainment in that, in that survey, if it's accurate. We will talk about anything. it next hour. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned for this one. There'll be one. I guarantee you there's one question. When you hear the answer, you will slam your head through a window. (laughs) Guarantee it. Uh, The homeless industrial spending complex still has people entranced. Like, that's the answer. Just spend more money. Build more housing. That's all we take to get out of this. And that's what she's going to try to do. And that's going to be a tremendous failure. It's going to be a failure. Housing first is a failure. All right. We'll talk about it after Four o'clock. Oh, we're just talking about FTX, the crypto exchange that's in bankruptcy. Another company that we've touched on from time to time that seems to be facing financial difficulties is one of John's favorites, Beyond Meat. (laughs) Oh, this is good. (laughs) Listen to this. Deborah, pay attention to this. She doesn't like this. Thank you, Please don't drag her into this like you do every time. She does not approve of this. I like dragging her. Beyond Meat's patties just reading this makes me cringe, are made by extracting protein from yellow peas and other sources and mixing it with ingredients like canola oil, potato starch, and beet juice color to produce burgers that suggest ground beef. So when you look at the burger cooking on the grill there, (laughs) that pinkish color is beet juice. (laughs) Oh, is that what that is? Apparently it is. It's a mimic the bloody burger. Disgusting. Do you know beets are the foulest tasting? They're really, vegetable. really good for you. Though. Oh, beets are the foulest man. tasting vegetable there is. They are awful. I don't love them, but I will force myself to eat them on a salad sometimes because they are healthy. Doesn't matter what the color of them, they're nasty. You know what? I, I'll never forget. Years ago, David Letterman had a sketch, and it, the premise was how to get rid of a guest who won't leave. And one of the recommendations was fill the refrigerator with beet products. Yeah. And they had somebody open the refrigerator and everything it was like uh, beet patties, beet juice, no. beet ro- everything. And, and that, that, that would drive anybody into the street screaming. Well, uh, Beyond's Burger made its debut at Whole Foods Market in 2016. 
And as you know, the next year or so was whirlwind for the company. Uh, Their revenues and investments soared. Their sales increased more than fivefold to 88 million between 2016 and 2018. But here's what happened. The company got too big in the head and decided to expand. And to expand, they needed to raise more capital, some of it from investors and some of it from borrowing. It says in January 2021, the company that once occupied 3,000 square feet of lab space in El Segundo. Lab space. Signed a 12-year lease valued at more than $100 million to build a campus about 100 times as large. The campus would include living interior walls. That means like the, the, they have the plant walls. John, you ever seen those? No. Plant walls? I, I didn't know you what that You've never seen them, haven't you? The plant walls? I love yeah, them. They have, yeah. A fitness center. A future, listen, a, few, a forward, sorry, a future forward research incubators. I don't know what that means. Um, but they were going to incubate f- new foods? I don't I, know what The that word means. incubate with foods, it doesn't well, go. They increased the roster of employees and contract workers tenfold between 2016 and 2021. The manufacturing capacity increased 30%. I'm saying all this because their losses started to mount. 12 million to 182 million while its debt climbed to 1.1 billion between 2019 and 2021. Now you add that to the fact that apparently consumer taste for beyond meat has definitely tailed. How up. many times are you going to eat a beet burger? It uh, they were aiming for carnivores like John Cobelt. No, but, and, but, but um a lot of people flocked to the product to see what it was like. But, you know, it's like watching that TV show when it debuts and you hear a lot of hype. Yeah. And then you look at the second week's ratings. Mm. Let me, let, I, I can't imagine. Yellow peas, potato starch, and beet juice color. Mm-hmm. And it's a processed food. Yum, which is why, yum. Uh, Deborah wow. Mark is correct. It's give, not really good for you. Give me another one. Um, it may be slightly better for you than me, but maybe is, not. The thing is, this is what makes me crazy about these companies, is why didn't they promote exactly what it is? Just say it's a yellow peas, beet juice, <laughs> potato starch burger. That's Go ahead. Put, put that on the label. Why wouldn't they put that on the because label? Because they're trying to get non-meat eaters to eat this, because right, the, as an alternative. Because those foods are disgusting. Some people like them. Not even potatoes. They have a problem with shelf life. Uh, apparently, some of the sausages are wilting and uh, falling over in the packages in the stores. Oh, and um, and then there's then there's this uh, Beyond Meat plant in Pennsylvania. Mold yes. listeria. Oh, no. See, you, they went so far beyond meat, they're serving mold now. <laughs> mold burgers. Listeria burgers. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> that is way beyond meat. Not to mention that Doug Ramsey, Beyond's chief operating officer, uh, apparently uh, bit someone and threatened to kill him during a fight outside a college football game in Arkansas. I think he bit his nose. Yeah, same, same. the guy was hungry. He had to leave the company. He'd, he'd be eating, he was eating those beet burgers all these years. He couldn't take it anymore. He wanted some real human meat. All right, coming up next, the next mayor of L.A., Karen Bass, is ready. She's declaring a state of emergency on homelessness, and the yeah. people are ready. In this new survey, they said that now we got the money, we're going to solve homelessness. Yikes. John and Ken, KFI, <laughs> AM 640. 
live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. These are the guys who uh, bet on FTX, too. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.